But it is my pleasure uh, to introduce you to Grote Skier Hospital's new CEO. Uh, of course, an, an iconic institution. And Dr. Shahim Dafris took over the reins from Dr. Bhavna Patel, who retired at the end of Jan. Dr. De Vries is no stranger uh, to healthcare in this particular province. He was the director of the Provincial Emergency Medical Services, and that from 2013 to 2022, he was clinical medical manager of the services from 2022 until last year, and he brings a wealth of leadership and clinical experiences to the fore. He not only has a medical degree, but he holds a diploma in primary emergency care, a master's degree in emergency medicine, and an MBA from UCT graduate. School of Business. His impressive track record of healthcare service and innovation includes his previous roles as Director of Emergency Medical Services and Clinical Medical Manager uh, for uh, Emergency Medical uh, Services. Welcome, Dr. Shahim Dafris. It's great to have you. Wow, thanks very much for that, Clarence. Uh, Really great to be here. A little bit overwhelmed (laughs) uh, by the interest. Uh, So... uh, (laughs) I, I think it's such an institution and it's provided such great service uh, to patients over a very, very long time indeed. And, mm. and you have to fill such big shoes. Uh, y- yeah. you, you've had some great leadership at that institution. Uh, how do you feel about the prospects of filling those big shoes? Yeah, you know, I mean, Babna's, if you know her, she's quite a diminutive little lady. Uh, you wouldn't imagine the size shoes she can wear. Um, and she casts a very long shadow, you know, and so I'm, I'm, I'm very aware, um, that I am her successor. Uh, and so there's a, a great, uh, air of expectation. But I will also say, Clarence, that, I mean, she's built a phenomenal team. She has, she is a phenomenal leader. And so in many ways, my job is actually considerably easier than the one she, sure. she, uh, she inherited, yeah. Sure. Uh, but even prior to her, there was Doc, Dr. Sadiq Karim as well. I yeah. think he's, he's, he, he, he brought a lot to that yes. institution as That's well. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think Fritzky has always been blessed. Um, I guess when, you, when you're an iconic uh, institution, you are able to attract talent. Uh, we attract our clinical talent, uh, both uh, from the clinicians all the way through nursing staff, uh, allied health. Uh, and we also have phenomenal uh, managers and corporate services. I'm, I'm truly blessed uh, with the experience of the team that I have here. Yeah, and I don't think we, we, we want to do an injustice to some of the other, and especially tertiary hospitals in, in Cape Town. I think uh, Tigerberg has also had yeah. a legacy of great, a great leadership. We are lucky in this province to have that, and certainly to have you and your expertise there. Um, I think what we all want to understand is, is, is what is the role of the CEO of Grudeskir uh, Hospital? Yeah, well, it's... Uh I think it's to create an environment where our clinicians and our clinical teams uh, are able to render their best care uh, for the patients uh, that are dependent on us. And, and it's not, you know, Khritskia being a, a provincial, a central hospital, um, serves patients not just in this province, but um, across this continent. Um, and so, so it, it's quite a responsibility, I think, to ensure that the teams... Um, are well supported to, to to perform this function, and so my role is largely supportive, um, and and it, it's essentially to make sure that I don't get in the way of the good work. 
you mentioned um, you are attracting talent, and I would imagine the retention of talent uh, is is also uh, part of of the success that the institution is. Um, on what basis is such talent uh, recruited? Sure, that's a really good or question. attracted. Um, yeah, it's a great question, Clarence. I think, I think that obviously, um, uh, you know, we do tertiary and quaternary services, which are super specialized services at this hospital. And so, uh, for many people, um, that's where they like to practice their craft. You know, at the sharp end of the speciality. Uh, but there's also the the reputation and the brand that is Hrvatsky Hospital. Um, we've just uh, this week uh, it's been announced we are the number one training hospital uh, on the planet. Uh, people uh, have have rated our brand as Hrvatsky as a training academic hospital as number one, uh, which is phenomenal um, and, and and a testimony to 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 the commitment of the people um, who walk who walk its 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 um its corridors um but also we number i think 47 uh in the top 250 hospitals uh in the world um um obviously number one in africa and i think i think those those credentials um do um pull people you know we give them i hope i, I would like to think purpose uh we give them a, a goal uh, and a space where they can do work that is both meaningful and fulfilling. Can you also give them the kind of state-of-the-art uh, equipment that they may be familiar with? Can you also give them yeah. the kind of salaries and maybe appreciation from society that they may be a little more familiar with? <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, I think I think the the issue of remuneration in the current context is a difficult one. We we're dealing with you know a large number of junior doctors that are unable to find work, um, and so and that is largely because our our salary bill uh, is is unaffordable. Um, and so, so as a as a health sector, um, so I think remuneration is always going to be a challenge. The the, the gap between private and public um, uh, packages is is growing. Uh, every day, um, uh, and so I, I think that that is the reality of of, uh, of the situation. In terms of, um, I guess the the other part of it is, uh, can we give them the aspiration and the performance? I think we do. Um, you know, there's there's a huge amount of goal um, of purpose uh, in the public sector, uh, and it's something which intensifies when things get difficult. And so as we face uh, the financial burdens and financial crisis that, that we face as a health sector, um, ironically, it's also when people tend to rally uh, and, and find people sacrifice more personally in order to be able to serve. I hear you. And I, I was presupposing that the talent that you said you are attracting, uh, they're coming like your patients from all over the continent and all over the world. Mm. They do. We haven't. I mean, Clarence. One of the things which always struck me are the supernumerary registrars. So these are, are um, um, uh, physicians, clinicians who want to specialize from all over Africa. Uh, and so what they do is they either pay their bill um, to study for free, I and mean, so they pay their salary, uh, and they essentially work in our facilities doing wow. high-end work uh, at no cost to wow. the state. Um, I mean, that, 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 you know, the commitment both to yourself and your skill set, but also to serving people, I think is remarkable to be volunteering 
for what for many is four years of their life away from from loved ones and from their connections to be able to learn a craft at Khwata Skir. Um, and so it's an incredibly humbling realization, I think, uh, about just how committed people uh, at our facility is. And that, that very ugly word, austerity, is uh, increasingly mm. creeping into the equation, and it impacts health service very, very profoundly. Yeah. Um, I, I want to ask uh, you, when we come back, I want you to tell us just in terms of technology and the pace of change that we're witnessing mm. on that particular front, um, how you stay abreast within um, an environment of, of budgetary cuts, uh, the kind of challenges that you're going to confront on that front. Uh, when we come back, Dr. Shaim DeFries, the new Grotesker CEO. Sandparks.org. Join the conversation. You're with Cape Talk. Welcome back. 1022 Views and News through till 12. Me, Clarence. Uh, we're chatting with Dr. Shaim DeFries, Grotesker CEO, recently uh, appointed after, of course, the retirement of the previous CEO, Dr. Bhavna uh, Patel. Um, welcome back, Dr. DeFries. And a reminder, if you want to be part of the conversation, maybe direct a question uh, to the Grotesker CEO, you're welcome. Uh, via WhatsApp on 072-567-1567. You can also call on 021-446-0567. Um, I, I, I think the other question that I, that I'd asked earlier was, um, that, that doctors may be a little more, or maybe familiar with more cutting edge, uh, technology than you have in your institution, um, than what they are familiar with, where they, where they, where they come from. Just how are we dealing with, uh, with staying abreast on the technology front? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think there is an obvious tension between trying to stay on the forefront of, um, scientific advancement. Um, the same survey I quoted earlier also put us uh, at position 60 in in furthering uh, advancing uh, medical science, uh, which for an African hospital struggling with the austerity and the burden of disease that it has is is a remarkable achievement. Did you say six um, oh? Six oh, yeah. In the um, world, you know, in the world, okay. yeah. And and considering there are other systems substantially better uh, financed. Uh, than ours, um, you know, it's out of 250, it's not, it's not anything to sort of sneeze at. Um, but it comes at a cost, Clarence. I mean, exactly. it's difficult decisions, you know. I mean, the equipment that some of these uh, tools require are either tens of millions to hundreds of millions of rands. Um, and and because we are a training institution, we compile to ensure that our graduates, our specialists, are able to, um, you know. Um, be at the forefront of their craft in order to advance um, medical science and in order to be able to do and achieve better outcomes for their patients. So there's an obvious tension. On the other hand, we're also a public government hospital. And so we have the same challenges that all our other facilities grapple with, which is long waiting lists, um, you know, um, overclouding uh, in our wards and in our emergency centers. Uh, and so navigating those tensions are, requires, um, requires a very clear idea of what your purpose and goal is, mm. uh, but also requires substantial uh, amounts of creativity and, and relationships. Sure. Um, I, I want to go there. So, so you, get a, you get a budget of, of which there's a capital budget. Then, then you decide on, on what, what, how you're going to apply that capital? Yeah, so... so um, 
we are I mean, even by Kurzgeist stands our budgets in the region of about three billion rand, um, and so that is that is a substantial amount of money. But about seventy percent of that goes into salaries and compensation. Mm. Our staff complement is close to four thousand staff, uh, and so okay, that's so, two so billion. And that's three billion rand, yeah, three. yeah. Of which so salaries is two billion. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, and then the others goes into goods and services, keeping the lights on, paying the municipal accounts, and, and so forth. Uh, and our equipment budget is one percent wow. uh, of our expenditure. So there isn't even in three billion rand, there isn't a lot of money to 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 sort of. Uh, spend uh, sure. around equipment. Um, so what we need, Clarence, and I think this is what uh, Bhavna and the team have done really well, is you need to develop partnerships, uh, both with private sector but also with corporate. Um, and, and it's been remarkable just at how many corporate services and agencies see themselves as part of the Hrutskia mm. ecosystem. You know, And so we've got a Hrutskia Hospital Trust um, that has been able to do and raise funding for programs that otherwise we wouldn't be able to do. So buying special equipment that you know is just perhaps out of the reach of, of our of our mega budget, uh, or in, uh, in bringing in talent and additional manpower to be able to catch up on yeah. you know on the backlog of surgery. And we saw that with Gift of the Givers, who have been phenomenal partners in that process. And so so what we what we're trying to do with the trust is to say look. The public purse can only go that far, um, but what Hrutske offers and what it, the service that it provides is a common, it's a, it's a common good to to you know to, to the citizens of the Western Cape and and across the, the country. Yeah. And so, therefore, we need strong partnerships with corporates um, and stakeholders who are able to invest uh, as part of their um, uh, uh, what do you call it CSR. Um, CSI um, strategy, um, so that we are able to deliver more uh, to the people uh, of this province. Okay, so austerity, so budget cuts, how are they going to impact you? Are they your reality already? Yeah, but Clarence, they warned me I mustn't answer this question for you, you know. (laughs) I mean, I guess the reality is it's tough. Uh, At the moment, um, we are are very blessed to have an incredibly talented uh, leadership team in, in in, in this department. Um, but a shortfall of one billion rand uh, for the health services is 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 quite an ask. Uh, and so, at the moment, one of the the, the places we're seeing it is in our fragile systems. Our fragile systems are systems like our emergency centres, our trauma units, but also our, our surgical services. And where we we're seeing budget cuts manifest is in the in prolonged waiting times as we have to cut surgical slates. Uh, because we just don't have the nursing staff or the anesthetic staff or the doctor staff to be able to to, to, to perform that. So, so right now, um, there are several engagements looking at how do we restructure our, our packages of care to, number one, get efficiency and optimization, but also to provide better outcomes. And, yeah. and it may seem like it's not possible, uh, but I've just come from a session with, with, with our neurosurgical team where we've seen in tremendous creativity and systemic thinking being applied. Mm. So so I'm, I think, you know, there are ways to deal with austerity um, where we, where the only option is not just to cut. You know? And so I think that's what we're committed to. We, yeah. we understand that there's a massive 
uh, burden uh, and gap between the kind of health services we offer and what we need to be to be offering. And so we need to find ways to 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 cover that cross that gap without um, even with austerity measures in place. I don't hear you lamenting it. You say we up to the challenge. And I, and I like that. And you refer to an expertise base. Um, you refer to an expertise base that doesn't make me scared of NHI. <laughs> if it was as omnipresent uh, as uh, as it is clearly at Khrutiskir Hospital. Um, should I be scared of NHI? They probably told you not to answer that one too. <laughs> you know, Clarence, uh, you clearly want me to be looking for another job. I mean, I think I think one of the, it's not so much NHI or UHC, I think what we're facing is a need to be able to fund the health care needs of our communities. And so how do we do that? And so that being competitive, in other words, you know, private versus public, I think is not the way. What we, try, what we do understand, which is both at the core of NHI and UHC, is that services must be provided in whatever shape and form closest to the communities. And that requires uh, partnerships. Um, and so we as a department are investing heavily in looking at the stakeholders, both our community stakeholders, but also our health providers, uh, NPO and in the private sector, to see if how do we configure our services in such a way that we are able to, to, to get the the best bang for our for our rent. It's not an unequivocal um, no or an unequivocal yes, which no. which which is which is <laughs> is is absolutely. So we're muddling fine. through, you know, <laughs> Clarence. I mean, we're trying to 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 make sense of it um, whilst we try and deal with budget cuts. And and there are there are very many examples of where there's hope. Okay. Uh, and so we're gonna I we're gonna have to we're gonna have to rest it there. We we out of time, and I so wish that I had more time with you, Doctor Shaim Defries. Thank you for just uh, being so open about the kind of challenges that uh, you are confronting. And I just I get the sense that you've got the energy and the creativity, a word that I heard often this morning to to deal with it uh, effectively. Thank you for your time, and we wish you best uh, all the best at Grutskir as CEO at ten thirty 